Um, sorry for the delay. It's, it's a busy week here at the South Carolina House. Um, we are here with the Economic Development, Transportation, and Natural Resources Subcommittee. And I would like the subcommittee members to introduce themselves. Representative Collins. Hi. Uh, late and need to get to back to the meeting, but uh, Neil Collins from Easley District 5. Great. Bobby Ridgeway, District 64. Thank you, and my name is Laurie Funderburg. I am the vice chair of the Legislative Oversight Committee and filling in as chair of this subcommittee today. Um, first up is the approval of minutes from the February 16, 2017 subcommittee meeting. And if, uh, see, I believe a copy. No. Okay. Um, we also publish subcommittee meetings. Minutes online, um, as well as videos of our meetings are always available online. And we have a motion to approve the minutes. Second is not necessary. Kathy, okay. will you take the roll? Please answer aye, nay, or not voting. Representative Collins? Aye. Representative Mandy Powers Norell is not present. Um, Representative Ridgeway? Aye. And Chairman Thunderbird? Not voting. Okay, now uh, we have an update on the study of the SC TIB of <laughs> the Transportation Infrastructure Bank. At the end of the 121st General Assembly, the subcommittee was nearing the end of the study of this agency. On the screen is a table which provides a brief update of where we are in the study. Also, all study materials relating to this study are available online for the public to view. In January, during a member work session, the subcommittee approved the recommendations of the prior General Assembly relating to this agency. What remains for the study is to address any questions subcommittee members may have for the agency. And today we have representatives from the STIB with us. Um, as this new General Assembly, as this is a new General Assembly and a new subcommittee, we will swear everyone in again. Uh, for any agency representatives that plan on speaking today, please come to the podium uh, one by one and make sure that the microphone is on and please um, do the following. We can't, we can't swear them in all the Okay, all right, so say your name. My name Thank is you. Vince Graham. I Great. serve as chair of the South Carolina Transportation Infrastructure Bank Board. Okay, is there anyone else from your agency that might speak today? Uh, with us is Tammy Reed, CFO of the bank, and Jim Holly, who's the bank counsel. Okay. Okay, great. If, if you two will stand, and we're going to swear you all in at one time, um, so please raise your right hand. Do you solemnly swear that all testimony you give today will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? I do. Thank you. Okay, Mr. Graham. Okay, so um, does anyone on the committee, Dr. Ridgeway, um, do you have any questions for Mr. Graham? No, no. Okay, great. Um, there is uh, one follow-up uh, that I do need to, um, I need to give you the opportunity or for the agency uh, to clarify for the record uh, the internal deficiency that was indicated um, earlier in the study. And um, so specifically, if you could explain um, again what it was and what actions are or have been taken to address this issue by the agency um, and is there a plan in place to it or or is there a plan in place to address this issue 
with the internal deficiency are you I'm re referring to the right I'm referring to the, the internal control the over the financial uh, reporting okay um, I may need to defer yeah, to audit report okay <laughs> thanks okay <laughs> my forte <laughs> uh, we did had two um, entries that were not sufficient for the, the auditors when they came in. One was for the um, 216A bond issue that was done at the very beginning of the fiscal year. Right. We had um, some issues on getting the um, assets recorded correctly. We had gone through several iterations and um, discussions with the auditors and apparently when we submitted the information to them that wasn't the, the final version that they thought we should um, enter. So we've gone back with them and we've changed our accounting records so it does reflect the, um, the uh, bond issue as they wanted it recorded. It was just some interest that was in the wrong account. Um, that was the 12, it ended up being a million dollars difference between the two entries. And the second entry that they um, questioned was, um, it was a 2003 bond issue we had that we re had a repurchase at the end of the year. And these um, records were coming from the treasurer's office and there was some delay in getting the official documents from the treasurer's office this year so those entries did not get recorded in a timely fashion so we have since gone back with the auditors and recorded those and that was 1.4 million dollars it was in the wrong account so both, okay. of, both of those have been addressed and should not happen again since we are issued bonds every year but now we have corrected those issues okay super good to hear appreciate that At this time, I will direct staff to update the draft subcommittee report with today's activities and provide a copy to all subcommittee members by Friday, March the 3rd, 2017. Um, we are waiting for Mr. Collins to come back up so that we can um, take a, a very important and necessary uh, vote um, that I know that we've all been waiting for for some time. Um, but um, I did want to take the opportunity since um, DOT is here um, as well to, um, <laughs> um, in light of Act 275, um, wanted to see if y'all could maybe um, talk about how the relationship between the STIB and the Department of Transportation is working um, in light of those changes that were passed in 2016. And I think the uh, regards to the approval process for providing a loan or other financial assistance to a qualified borrower, borrower on a qualified project. Madam Chair, lady, if I may. Yes, sir. The secretary is here and certainly can, can chime in if I overlook something or misstate it. Um, 
My name is Jim Holly. I've been the bank counsel since about 2000 and worked in several state agencies over the years. Uh, Act 275 um, is very specific and how it's to be implemented. Um, on the procedural side, it requires the bank on any new projects that it chooses to fund to not only send them to the JBRC for review and input and approval, but also the DOT commission. And we recently received a number of applications in a cycle that we're going through um, for the coming, for, for the, uh, throughout the rest of the fiscal year. And if any of those projects are worthy of uh, being financed, they'll have to be reviewed uh, and approved by the uh, JBRC and the DOT Commission before a penny is, is spent on them. Um, and we're working out the details of how, with DOT, how that process will work. But no action will be taken on those applications probably until September. And that's just on the process side. It doesn't involve Act 275 money, but just the procedural changes the General Assembly adopted. Uh, also, we will work with DOT to prioritize all projects uh, the same way that the DOT does under what's called Act uh, 114. Uh, there's eight criteria that have to be applied in a prioritizing a project. And we, we're working with DOT to assist us when we get an application to help us use Act 114 criteria to prioritize projects. Those are the two main procedural changes that Act 275 made in the process as to the, I'll call it something, the Act 275 funding, which is different from the procedural matters I just talked about. But it requires, uh, it provides new revenue streams to DOT. They will uh, use that, those revenue steam, uh, streams to cash fund projects and, it, and in combination with also at some point financing those projects with issuance of bonds that will then bring the, excuse me, the infrastructure back into the picture. And we will coordinate with DOT the timing of when they need those funds for the construction of these projects, which will pri primarily be interstate uh, improvements on existing interstates, and bridge rehabilitation and replacement. Uh, they will have a, they have developing a plan where they will ask us in coming years to issue revenue bonds to finance those projects. And they will in turn use those new revenue streams in a proportion necessary to fund the bonds to augment what they're, they're funding by cash. They're using a combination of cash and bond uh, financing to build the projects that they believe need to be built. Those projects would be signed off on uh, by the, uh, for financing, uh, would be signed off on by the DOT Commission, the Bank Board, and the JBRC. Three different agencies would have to sign off and approve those. And I think that's just a very quick uh, review of those elements of 275. Uh, the Secretary made a very detailed presentation to the Bank Board in December of what that plan would consist of, both the cash funding and the financing to try to leverage the biggest benefit out of the funds the General Assembly seen fit to dedicate to DOT. I don't know if that's sufficient enough or if you have other questions. I appreciate that. Um, Ms. Hall, would you like to respond? Has she been sworn in this year? I'm, I've been informed that you haven't been sworn in this year. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind? Thank you. Do you solemnly swear that all testimony you give today will be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Absolutely. I appreciate that. And um, what is, what would you like to add? 
So uh, just a couple of high level uh, items for the, the committee's information. Uh, the DOT, we uh, appreciate the way Act 275 was structured in that it basically allocated the, the dollars, the new dollars that were generated and rearranged some existing funding that DOT was already receiving and uh, deposited it into our main operating account. And then uh, we, as the lead agent, transportation agency in the state, we make the decisions on uh, the priorities, when projects need to be financed via debt, when we should cash fund things, and um, we have the flexibility to adjust that over time as either the economics of transportation change as it does over time, whether costs escalate, project timing shift, or whatever. Um, we very much appreciate the flexibility that Act 275 built in for us, whereas we're able to stack the projects in a manner and call upon the SIB when we need to um, without necessarily the, the same structure that was set in place with the 2013 legislation, which was um, Act 98, where we were mandated to transfer a certain dollar amount to the SIB year over year to finance projects. I think we, if, if we had to do that all over again, uh, we might would have recommended a little different scenario back with Act 98 when it happened, um, just to recognize that projects large projects that are ideal candidates for debt financing through the infrastructure bank take time to develop and implement. And one of the things that DOT has struggled with in, in past years is having a group or um, several projects, large capital projects kind of on the shelf that we could pull off and immediately deploy um, to construction. We're in a better place today because of Act 98 kind of starting us along the path of, of planning for future big projects. Um, but at the time when Act 98 was passed in 2013, we basically had no projects on the shelf. So we've spent the last two or three years getting those projects ready, getting them out to contract, and we are just now starting to see some large cash flows um, being generated by contractor demands um, on those resources. But um, you know, if we had to do it all over again, we might would recommend something a little different so that we could um, look at cash funding, some other priorities, maybe in the meanwhile, um, while these big projects get developed and moved down the pipeline. So that's the way we have Act 275 set up is we've gone in and designated out of the, out of the revenue streams a certain amount each year dedicated to resurfacing a certain amount right off the top dedicated each year to bridges, to, to uh, hit a bridge target that we've set up, and then kind of what's left over to help cash fund our projects, that, the big projects that we've got coming through, as well as to serve as a debt service payment to the SIB when we need the SIB to come online to help us. So it's really getting back to using the SIB as a banking mechanism and a finance mechanism, and we think that's uh, an ideal scenario for us when we talk about road projects and priorities. Great. Well, of course, the, the roads are very important to our citizens, and we appreciate the fact that you are working yes. so well together and, and getting getting these roads, roads yes, fixed. Thank you. Do any of the committee members have any follow-up questions or comments? Thank you. Thank you. We, we appreciate you being here. Yes, ma'am. There are no other questions. Uh, is there a motion that one staff draft a subcommittee report for presentation to the full subcommittee? 
Two, staff provide a copy of the report to all subcommittee members by Friday, March 3rd, 2017. Three, staff include any subcommittee member written statements pursuant to standard practice 12.4, which staff receives prior to 5 p.m. on Thursday, March 9th, 2017. And four, unless the committee receives an alternative request by 5 p.m. on Friday, March 10th, 2017, the committee will provide notification pursuant to standard practice 12.5 that a study is available for consideration by the full committee. Is there a motion? So moved. Okay, great. Um, to all those who have, oh, do we need to call roll, please, <laughs> Kathy, call roll. Representative Collins. Aye. Representative Powers Norell is not present. Representative Ridgeway. Aye. Chairman Funderburg. Not voting. And uh, certainly to all of you who have been here throughout this uh, study with the state of the State Transportation Infrastructure Bank, we thank you for your time and cooperation um, in this subcommittee's legislative oversight process. The full committee will meet again this Thursday, March 2nd, 2017 at 1 p.m. in room 110 of the Block Building to receive public input about the Department of Archives and History, Department of Disabilities and Special Needs, and the John Delahouse School. I want to remind those who are with us today and watching online or at home that the public can continue to submit input about the committee study of any agency via the oversight website, oversight webpage, excuse me, or by contacting the committee directly. The website contact information is shown on the screen. If there's nothing else for the good of the subcommittee, we stand adjourned. Great. Thank you all. Appreciate it.